0: You got um, you got your cheat sheet ready there. I do. Yeah. Okay. What if I take it away from you? Will you still be able? Yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> this is just
1: like. Oh, uh, what points do I want to hit? Yeah. I can't all right, read we'll them. Pause. We'll pause I don't have enough time reading. to condense them anyway. Just
0: keep in mind that I'm going to call you out if you're like taking too long to read your notes. So. <laughs> oh know. Okay. It's all good. All right. Here we go. So let me. I just have a little bit of like upfront introductory stuff to do, and okay. then there's some wrap up at the end. But but you'll see how it goes. Uh, oh wait a second this is last week's episode. That is going to do us no good. An industry under pressure, innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning
1: great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. Use of the post are expressly home and should not be construed as the views of any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation.
0: Hey everyone, well welcome back to another mind-bending episode of the Oil & Gas Tech Podcast right here on the Oil & Gas Global Network. This episode and all the episodes on the show are brought to you by the very good people at Cognites. And if you don't know who Cognite is, then this is your big chance. You can check out Cognite.com or you can even go to the cooler website, which is something called com. And now you're getting a clue as to what Cognite is all about, making data do more. In particular, they're doing some amazing stuff with industrial data. So oil and gas industry, energy industry, industrial data, find out what Cognite is doing. They're making it more usable by by, by people and by machines and by and by computers. Very cool stuff. We love those guys, and so uh, so so show our sponsors some love because without them, there is no us. I do have a i got a I got a great guest today, and we're gonna be talking about. I mean, I always have a great guest. I never say that I don't have a great guest. Um, it's just that you don't hear those episodes because they don't go out. But <laughs> but but today we're gonna be talking about uh, evaluating uh, and forecasting this thing uh, that we call reserves. Some of you might not might not remember what reserves are because they're not in the news very much anymore, but they still are a very uh, uh, important part of the industry. But first, there's a couple things I got I to gotta tell you about. One is now I, we are sitting here today at the Fabulous Cannon on the west side of Houston where the sun is always shining and the birds are always singing and the people are always happy and the people are even happier now because, uh, because OGGN and the Canon are now working even more closely together and we got a couple of cool things happening. So the first is, um, if you go to, and it doesn't have to be this, the Canon, you can go to any the Canon, uh, and there's a few locations around Houston. And if you say that you heard about it on OGGN then you get a free day pass which is very cool because you get to check out the facility. Um, It's a fantastic co-working place but it's more than that. It's also a place where you get to meet a lot of other people who are uh, trying to make their mark on the world. You make a lot of good connections, things like that. So go to the Canon, say you heard about it on OGGN and you get a free day pass. Also there's this thing called the Canon Connect and you can find that and you can see that uh, on their website, it's a really cool platform for uh, entrepreneurs uh, and, and you can get, uh, if you say you heard about it on OGGN, you can get a three month uh, subscription, the first three months free on the Canon Connect. So check that out. And finally, the Canon the, the, the <laughs> Canon, the Canon, I don't know how they did this, but somehow the city of Houston, has honored the Canon with something called the Canon Day, which is going to be on July 26th. Uh, um, I, I think it's going to be, this episode will come out before then. Um, and, and they're having a town hall on July 22nd to, uh, to celebrate the Canon Day, which is coming up a few days later. So all of that's happening at the Canon. It's a fantastic place. You need to check it out. Okay, enough of that. Today I am sitting here with Dean Murphy who is a friend of besides besides being a you know like expert on whatever it is we're about to talk about <laughs> you're also uh, a a friend of OGGN and of course, and yeah. uh, how, so how what how long have you been doing uh, I, I don't even remember. Are mm-hmm. you are are you on the street team? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so, that's what it is. You're on the street mm-hmm. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll plug the street team later at the end. Awesome. But, um, <laughs> and you're here to actually plug it. I have a street team member to plug the street team. That'll be that'll be great. Doesn't <laughs> get any better than but that. But how did you get how did you get connected with OGGN?
1: Sure, yeah. So, um, when I was still enrolled at at A&M, I was, you know, wanting to network as much as possible. I was still looking for a job. Um, and I knew OGGN was uh, a massive podcast network. I knew you know had a lot of shows. Um, and I actually was a, a pretty avid listener of the, the oil and gas this week podcast. Um, yeah, and yeah. so I, you I'm, and like a million, other yeah, people. a million yeah, other people. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, you'll hit a million. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I knew, you know, Mark LaCour, we had interviewed him for our SPE chapter. And so, okay, cool. um, I was just kind of familiar with it at that point and I wanted to get more involved cause I had heard about the street team on some of the podcasts and, um, when I joined the first street team meeting, they were they were kind of talking about these different committees they were setting up, mm-hmm. and I noticed that they weren't reaching out to any students. There was no outreach to kind of the younger generation. It was, you know, we've got career, uh, we've got, you know, volunteer, charity, things like that, the, right, the typical right. meetings you kind of would expect, but... With a podcast network, I, I feel like you know the younger generation is going to be your growing audience, um, and and that's those are the <laughs> the majority of the people who are bet, listening right? yeah, to yeah, podcasts. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, I thought it would make more make more sense to also include another committee focused on you know student outreach is what it's called, um, but really it's young professional outreach. So right, every everything right. from college and young professionals all the way down to elementary schools and middle schools. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, I, I proposed the idea, and they were really into it because again, you get more podcast right? Um, listeners and things like that, and then you those, also get those to, elementary school kids. We're going to real lemon into the yeah. audience. That's, pretty That's that's an untapped yeah. market for yeah. sure, for as far as podcasts. So. Um, but you know the another you know, main main mission in, in that committee is to kind of educate uh, these younger generations on on what it is oil and gas and you know even renewables and all these other right, right. resources all are all energy is good energy yeah exactly right, you yeah. know how it's produced all of that so yeah. we're not really there to to give them uh, you know propaganda we're there to just show the math and science behind how it works and then leave them. Uh, with those facts and kind of let them interpret it how they right, will. Right. Um, but just you know, how does fracking work? How are you know? How do you build solar panels? That sort of thing. Um, and and that's kind of what we leave them with. So.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. It's good that there are people like you who are doing that with that younger. <laughs> because if it were me doing it, it would be propaganda. for yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's good that you. And, got and it. I'm trying. You know, I'm
1: I'm wary of that. I you know bringing in yeah. people too. I'm I want to make sure we've got a lot of different perspectives, and and we make sure that people aren't trying to. Yeah. Know, say oil and gas is good or renewables are bad or, you know, right, vice versa. Right. You know, it's just, this is what it is. Actually understand more, the facts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a lot of facts about fracking that are not very well understood yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. And there's a lot of like uh, pseudo facts about fracking mm-hmm. that, that fly around. Okay. So, so, so we have a different podcast for that, um, uh, which I think you were on. Well, yeah. So the, the, ESG, the podcast. ESG podcast yeah.
1: with, uh, with Sean and Eric. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah that was. Yeah.
0: yeah. They, they, um, that uh, so th- those of you listeners who have not done as I've as I've told you time and time again to go to the oggn.com website to learn about all the other podcasts that we have. Uh, the one we're talking about there is is called uh, Oil and Gas Elevates, oh. and, uh, and and and. Uh, and our hosts, Sean and Eric, they, they do a great show about, about all things ESG and uh, the, the, all, all those healthy topics that we know we need to make sure we <laughs> talk about. But this is the tech show, so today we're going to talk about tech. Um, before we jump into that, and we're talking about reserves and, and new ways of, of evaluating and, and uh, taking out some of the, um, the manual misery that's been associated <laughs> with that, part of the business. but before that so uh besides your street team work mm-hmm. uh, oh and by the way i forgot to say so dean is with a company the company is called inside petroleum mm-hmm. right um but you got a product called combo curve correct yes and i think you, something you said is that you're kind of eventually the company's mm-hmm. probably going to be called combo curve
1: right? yes so yeah to, because it's because it's been a popular product um and that's kind of what people are associating us right. with um we're kind of moving towards that direction we're primarily going to be going by combo curve from then on. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, inside
0: petroleum sounds like a magazine anyway. So <laughs> I, I think you guys, I think that's the right choice on that. How did, uh, so how did you get, uh, hooked up with these guys? Uh, yeah. because you, cause you, I
1: think you said you'd just been there for a short time, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I started, uh, right after graduation. So about a month ago, um, I was looking for, for jobs and I mean, graduation was just around the corner. I think I was a week away from graduation. Uh, when I got this random call, it, it seemed like a junk call, so I kind of hung up on it, and then I got a text from the same number, and it, the text kind of sounded like junk again, and so I kind of ignored it again, but um, <laughs> then it ended up being one of my classmates. He texted right. me, you know, hey, it's so-and-so, you know, um, and so I got on the phone with them, and he said, hey, I'm working for this awesome company. You should, um, you should take a look at it. I've been recommending you. They want to, you know, interview you. They've seen your LinkedIn posts and all that. They've they've seen some of the stuff that you've done, um, even stuff on on OGGN and all right, that. Right. So um, got in touch it. with the them being yeah, on the street team. Right? Exactly, it's good, yeah, it's good for your another, career. Another yeah. plug there, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Just just being active on that and them seeing that um, was was a huge right, uh, aspect right. and. You know, being active on LinkedIn, I wasn't really sure what it would get me. But so many people in the industry would say, hey, you know, make sure to post every once in a while. Whatever you're up to, make sure people know about it. So um, it's been great. Yeah, and you can't... So that's the funny
0: thing about LinkedIn, right? Is you can't be thrown off by the what we call the vanity metrics, right? Mm-hmm. How many people like, how many people don't like, how that's many people... true. Like, mm-hmm. all of that's... It, it, the, the reality is people... I look at stuff on LinkedIn all the time mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily... Interact with, but now it's in my head, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, It's in the back of your mind. Like you, like you get visibility. It's a great way just to have, you know, mm-hmm. to 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 know about things exactly. Um, and the, and then the other mistake a lot of times is people think that because they get a lot of these engagement <laughs> metrics that, yeah. that it's going to uh, bring them something. Yeah. Great, which, yeah. which, you know, maybe, maybe sometimes it's true, but anyway, but you got, so these guys, so yeah. after, so after you dodged their call three or four times, <laughs> they were persistent enough that they were able to exactly. get exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: So interviewed and, and got on with their team. And, um, you know, like I said, because they had noticed that activity on LinkedIn and they had noticed kind of the, the academic side as well, they ended up taking me on to, uh, to do business development and sales, but then also customer success. Um, so because it's a smaller company, it's kind of, you know, you've got a bunch of roles, <laughs> whatever you can yeah. help with. Yeah. You know? There's this
0: whole, there's 25% of our operations that nobody's <laughs> doing right now. And so no, no, you're, no. You're, the it's, you're the guy, it's
1: not, it's not slave labor or anything. Yeah, no, but yeah. you know, because it is a, it's a smaller company. It's like, you know, if, if you've got really good expertise in one area, by all means volunteer for that and yeah, you know, yeah. kill it. So, um, that's, I like that kind of environment. It's not really like you're in a silo and you can only do you know, production engineering or drilling or, right. you yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's do whatever you want. And, um, as long as it has value,
0: Oh, there's the key <laughs> It has to add value. So, all right. So tell me a little bit about this, um, uh, th- this company, what, what, uh, mm-hmm. so you were just saying nice things about your company, sure, yeah. what, what all like, let's just, let's do, just do a quick summary of what mm-hmm. is this company all about?
1: Yeah. So um, basically, we we've got a product, Combo Curve, and so Combo Curve is a, a cloud-based reserves economics, you know, forecasting platform. Cl- um,
0: cloud-based reserves economics forecasting. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so you can you can, you essentially can evaluate an asset or right. create a development plan in one platform. Right, um, and right. it's all cloud-based. It's all so cloud-based. all you need is a laptop and mm-hmm. internet connection. Right. Um, don't quote me on it, but you could probably use an iPad to, to do it all. Cause again, it's all cloud-based. Sure. So, um, very, very easy to use. And so essentially it, it consolidates some of that traditional workflow where you might be using Excel and Spotfire and Aries and PhD win and harmony, all these different software packages you can kind of condense into one. Um, and then instead of them being so manual, um, you can automate a lot of the process. Yeah. So, um, Again, because we're using cloud computing, you're able to, you know, run thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of, of calculations. Right. Very very quickly, so you're able to, you know, auto forecast about 10,000 wells in you know a couple minutes yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. manually forecasting each individual well. Right. Um, so it's just a huge time savings for for the asset evaluation and you know if you're an A and D firm evaluating deals or an operator wanting a, a develop a, a development plan, you know, it would be a lot quicker to, to use a platform like that. So
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. So so I want to dig into a few things on there because um, there's I already have a couple questions about the details. Of some of that,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: which, given that you've been there for a month, I'm sure you'll be able to handle all these questions <laughs> without any trouble. But oh boy. <laughs> uh, I do want to—I I do want to say that um, um, this is what your website says mm-hmm. about Combo Curve. Uh, the website says that it is the only cloud-based probabilistic reserves and economics platform. Mm-hmm. So as far as you know, you're the only one doing this. Wh- yeah. wh- which so when it says the only, mm-hmm. which part of it is only? <clears throat> the cloud-based part, the probabilistic part, like wh- 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 what different aspects mm-hmm. are unique about what you're so doing? So
1: I can I can speak to the whole thing. So we're the only cloud-based platform that does both reserves and economics and combines all of that into one easy to use platform there are some other solutions out there um that you know some people have auto forecasting but i don't think that they're cloud-based um and then there are some other platforms that that do just forecasting and they do you know just scheduling so we kind of combine all of that into one platform and then again it's cloud-based on top of all that yeah yeah
0: so so for one month i mean you've done your homework pretty, pretty <laughs> well. Uh, let's talk about this probabilistic thing because sure. that that's actually with the advent of cheap scalable computing mm-hmm. over the last few years the ability to do probabilistic anything right like like stochastic modeling and or just mm-hmm. in, in layman's terms the ability to say let's run the calculation 10,000 times exactly. right instead of one mm-hmm. time and then let's use a you know, some sort of probabilistic view to look at Mm what, um, that, you know, that's something like the math there is not new Mm -hmm. and, and and people in the industry have wanted to do that stuff in, and not just here in in Mm -hmm. reserves and economics, but in other areas, right. In subsurface interpretation and and reservoir simulation and things like that. So what, um, so let, so let's just focus on that for a second. What's Mm -hmm. being able to do, to to do probabilistic anything in this space. <laughs> how is that how is that changing uh, you know, the 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 landscape for what for people mm-hmm. who are who are doing this kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. So so you kinda hinted at it, but it, it is quite surprising that, you know, people have been working on it, it seems like for, for quite a while. People have been wanting that. Um, but there hasn't really been a solution that's super viable. Yeah, well you um, just didn't
0: I mean the computing power to do it was too expensive, right? Yeah, you had that's to a good have point. you had to have like mm-hmm. supercomputers yeah. <laughs> and, and right and now you can do it mm-hmm. with cheap cloud computing. That's true. So so, but how does that? So, on, so when you're looking at it on the business side, mm-hmm. how does that turn into good news? Like, wow! Now I can do. Now I can do this. What is yeah, this yeah. That, so, that gives you?
1: So, um, really, the the big piece is time savings, and then also, you know, potentially you can do more with less people. Um, so, the big <laughs> Which is always good news. The big thing right now, you know, <laughs> um, is that you know a lot of companies are consolidating. You know, they want new tech and they want to be able to do more with less. So this is exactly what that allows them to do. You know, you right. can have. Uh, you know, one reservoir engineer do the job of, you know, maybe 10, 10 you know, reserves guys that are that are going in and manually fitting um, because you can go in again and you can auto forecast all these wells at once instead of having to you know manually kind of move the curve around, match it to the data point, you know, go to the next well, do the same thing. Um, so it saves you money there. And then the fact that it's got the economics and the scheduling all in the same platform. You're mm-hmm. able to then, you know, do all the scheduling in the same platform and automate all of that. And because it's cloud-based, you can multitask. So you can have, you know, four or five different forecasts running at the same time. And you don't have to sit there and wait behind a loading screen and before you get onto the the next right, piece right. of work. So
0: Right. Um, um, so let. I'm I just thinking about how what, my, when my kids were younger, they, uh, so they're, like, all, like, your age and older now. Okay. <laughs> but they used to they used to look at me like times like they'd ask me a question and you know like you don't understand this when you're a kid but when you're an adult like somebody like you're in the middle of doing something and and, like your kid comes up and asks you a question and like you have to like really shift gears in your brain right Mm. like (laughs) like like wait what are you asking me because i was just like in the middle of this thing and so that was what so they used to look at me and they go and and I'd have that like look on my blank look on my face for a few seconds, <laughs> and they would go loading, yeah. loading, <laughs> yeah. loading, loading, like yeah. So <laughs> so whenever so loading screen always makes me think of like you know <laughs> like giving, giving me crap because uh, I couldn't like shift gears fast enough mm-hmm. to what they needed at that very moment. But so we have, the audience for the show is very diverse in terms of different parts of the industry, mm-hmm. and as you know, oil and gas is 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 even. It's, it's not even like one industry. It's like mm-hmm. a bunch of industries all bolted together. Oh, yeah. So not everybody is familiar necessarily with this piece of the business, right? Mm-hmm. So so when you start talking about um, about reserves and, mm-hmm. and the economics and the scheduling and da-da-da, okay. like, like, so pretend like like we met at a bar and I'm, <laughs> and I'm going, uh, what do you do exactly? Expl- okay.
1: how, do you, how do you explain that part of the business? What's happening mm-hmm. there from a business perspective? Sure, sure. So... Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad you mentioned that because Combo Curve, although we are kind of more focused on the upstream side of things, we do have midstream clients. We've got renewable clients as well. It's good because those things are cooler than upstream mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are those are the hotter topics right, right now. Right, right. So. Midstream um, and
0: and downstream. Actually, you know mm-hmm. what? We're seeing a lot of digital uh, innovation in like refineries and chemical plants. Really? Yeah, I'm was not always, too focused on those. Was but. always sort of like the ch- the stepchildren of technology yeah. investment, right? <laughs> they didn't really get. It was That's upstream that. that got all the. the the dollars and the investment and everything, but there's a lot going on um, yeah. in, uh, I, I don't know if there's any opportunity for you there, but anyway, <laughs> explain
1: explain this part of the business. Sure, yeah, so, um, you know, on the upstream side, essentially what you're trying to do um, with with the asset evaluation process is you're trying to figure out, uh, you know, how much oil and gas is in the ground, where can, where can we go to retrieve that oil and gas, you know, how can we drill that well? How much is it worth? Yeah, how much is it worth right. is, yeah, a, is yeah, a big yeah. question. Yeah. How are we going to produce it? Um, and so those are all... Questions that you take into account, and so you know, after you find a place to drill, you still need to figure out: okay, when are the rigs going to get there? When's the completion crew going to get there? Um, how are we going to staff that? Um, also, you know, which which areas are we're going to focus on, and um, you know, what 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 areas are we going to focus on developing? So. That's that's kind of the upstream side. And and there's a couple different ways that you can you can use the software if you know you're you're trying to just evaluate a deal, you can do that. Or if you're trying to develop a deal and actually drill in that area, those are those are kind of two different things. Right, right, right. Uh, but then you've got the midstream side. And so a lot of Okay, so
0: hold on, let me pause you on the upstream. Sure. Yep. So so when I say how much is it worth, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a so for those who aren't really like like involved in that part of the business, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a trick question, not a trick question, but it's a, it's a multi-part question, right? Because Mm -hmm. how much is it worth? Isn't just like, what's, like yeah. how much, how many, hydro, how much hydrocarbons are in the ground, mm-hmm. and what's the current price? Because because worth in in mm-hmm. in, in, in in profit terms, in terms of being yeah. profitable, is w- kind of what you mm-hmm. you were getting at there, which is the There's cost a lot of that development, right? Oh, yeah. So you have to be able when you're when you're evaluating an asset, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to somehow evaluate and simulate and calculate. Mm-hmm what's the cost of development right mm-hmm. and how much is it going to cost us to get that out and then what's the what's the ongoing mm-hmm. um, uh, um cost to operate that lease exactly so all of that goes into mm-hmm. calculate if I'm not mistaken right Most when, you, when you're Most calculating definitely. this stuff it's not just it you're not just like weighing how you know trying mm-hmm. to figure out how what's the quantity of hydrocarbons and yeah. what are they worth at the current market value there's all mm-hmm. this other stuff that goes into that which is why it's such a complex mm-hmm. yeah question it's answer
1: extremely extremely complex problem um, and we could we could talk about it for a long time but you know, after you figure out how much oil and gas you think is in the ground, because again, it's not a definite answer. You've got kind of a range of probabilities, what might be in the ground. Um, Even after you get that, you need to figure out how much are the drilling rigs, you know, how much are the completion crews, how much are we going to pay for those. And then like you said, after we drill the well, what's the lease operating expense? Um, You know, what's the price, what's the differentials, all that. So that those, all those costs and and taxes is another really complicated one too. So, all of that can be taken into account and um, kind of consolidated, like I said. Do,
0: do you also factor in, uh, like like economic forecasts? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening with the economy, right? And what mm-hmm. you see, the the price of the markets doing over the next X number of years?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so typically the way that's taken into account, from from what I understand, is uh, the oil future prices. Yeah, so yeah. So the commodity right. future prices. So that's kind of kind of baked in in that. Right, right, um, right. So you wouldn't really need to forecast how the economy is going to do. I think that would probably be your best way to do that. Because that's captured in the future prices, right? Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. so the reason why, why I'm dwelling on this a little bit is we're geeking out a little bit on like uh, the, the <laughs> economics is because I think without understanding the complexity of that question that you're mm-hmm. answering, you can't really understand, you don't have an appreciation that's true. for what for what the technology can do for you mm. now because the way people have done this up until now mm-hmm. is pretty convoluted, right? Most definitely. Like yeah. so so what does that world look like for okay. people? So for for those who, who haven't been <laughs> graced with the presence of combo curve yeah, in their world yet, yeah. yeah, what are
1: what are they doing? So um, you know even even just five years ago, a lot of people weren't familiar with like SaaS technology or, or anything like that. So it's it's still very new but Um, And a a lot of companies are still using the older ways as well. So, you know, traditionally what you would do is you start off with, you know, maybe public data if you're evaluating a deal or, you know, if you own Wells, you'll have that data, um, that private data. So you'll take that data. You'll probably have to massage it in Excel and get it formatted nicely. Right, right. Or maybe if you're fancy, you're in Python, um, kind of pre-processing that data. And then you'll have to take that. You'll have to move it over to another software package where you can forecast and in a lot of the software packages that, that used to be used in the past were very manual. So if you think of, you know, fitting a, a trend line to a, a scatter plot, essentially, you'd have to do that thousands and thousands of times because you've got three different phases for each well. Yep. So if you've got 100,000, if you've got, you know, 10,000 wells that you're trying to, to look at, you've got to do 30,000 manual fits, uh, which would just be insane. You right.
0: Know. So, and, and here's another little uh mm-hmm a little tidbit that you just threw out for maybe people who don't appreciate this. It's entirely possible that somebody wants to look at 10,000 wells, right? Yes. That's not no like second. a, that's mm-hmm. not like an exaggerated number, mm-hmm. right?
1: Um, the, so the, it would, it would depend on the basin that you're looking at, but yeah, thousands of wells is, is pretty typical. If you're looking at a large, large basin and trying right. to get a kind of a macro view of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or,
0: or potential wells. Exactly. Or there's, there's 10,000 places where you might, mm-hmm. where you might go. So, all right. So so you were describing the traditional way of doing this. You're moving data in and out of mm-hmm. spreadsheets. You're using some of the older yeah. packages. Yeah, but even
1: after even after you manually forecast all of those curves, you've then got to create type curves from those. So now that you know what each individual well might produce in the future, now you've got to say, okay, well if we wanna drill in this specific region, you know, what's what's kind of the average that we can look at there? And so a type curve kinda of helps you with that. It kind of gives you a, a probabilistic estimate of, you know, what you may mm-hmm. produce in that region with the similar completion design and everything. So, uh, you know, essentially, if we copied this well and did it again in that same area, what can we produce is, is kind of what that's saying. Um, and then after that, you've got to assign, you know, schedules. So you've got to figure out right. where your drilling rigs are going to go. And again, all of this is done in Excel. And it's kind of like, you know, when you're planning a trip, essentially, this is what you're doing with scheduling. So, you, okay, we need it there at this time. And then you kind of go backwards and figure out, um, you know, how that can work. And, and again, because it's manual, you can't uh, kind of randomly try some, some different solutions and pick the best one from there. It's you do three or four cases manually, see how those work and right. pick the best Put one. Your money on the table. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and these are yeah. million dollar decisions, sometimes billion dollar billion decisions. Dollars, yeah. So yeah. these are, these so are only tens huge. and hundreds of millions. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, but that actually gets to a, a good point, mm-hmm. um, which we could talk about the time savingness. <clears> so like, 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 like people, Like right now, everybody who's just heard what you said so far can probably go, oh, I get it. So Combo Mm -hmm. Curve allows you to, like, it it puts all this together in this cool cloud-based thing and does it all fast. But this Mm -hmm. industry, historically, we're a little bit more concerned about how long it takes to do things now than we have Mm -hmm. been. But the bigger concern is always risk. Because the Mm -hmm. real question in making those tens and hundreds of (laughs) million-dollar decisions isn't, how long the decision takes is a factor, but mm-hmm. the but the biggest factor is did you get it right? Exactly right. And so what happens for, mm-hmm. for the person who did all those spreadsheets and yeah. all those things, <laughs> and, and and you get it wrong. So so um, so besides speeding things up, does mm-hmm. this new way of doing things does it does it reduce uncertainty? That was kind of a softball question. Yeah, so (laughs) so but this is a big thing, right? Of course. Yeah. 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 So
1: so of course, if you're doing more iterations and you're able to try out a bunch more different cases at the same time, um, or or very quickly, I should say, that's always going to be beneficial to the business. Um, Because again, like I said, when it's slow, you're only able to try out a few before you really need to get those wells drilled and you need to start, you know, getting return on investment. So now that you can run a bunch of different cases at the, you know, blink of an eye almost, you're able to. And by a bunch, you mean like. Like, you know, you could you could try a hundred,
0: like a thousand,
1: like, mm-hmm. like it would depend on what you mean by cases. So if if you wanted to do different field development plans, right, you could probably uh, you could probably generate a, a thousand well development plan in, in three hours. Honestly, there's okay. there's a pretty quick way to to do that in our platform versus the traditional workflow is about 120 hours to <laughs> uh, <they're> obviously <laughs> you know, knocking out walls here, at the here. Yeah, at the there's cannon. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, traditionally it'd take about 120 hours, but with our workflow, you're able to do it in about three. So that allows you, you know, if you were to take that same amount of time, you'd be able to evaluate a a ton more deals. So over 10 times as many cases you could do.
0: And and being able to do things more quickly also helps reduce uncertainty Mm -hmm. because you can... You can draw more conclusions more quickly. Exactly. Figure out where the inconsistencies are and go yeah. back and repeat your process. Exactly, because the previous right?
1: way, you know, you're maybe doing five different cases and saying, right. "All right, well, let's pick the best one." But now you're doing ten thousand cases. Right. So right. you're, of course, you're going to get a, yeah. a much more accurate and more economical answer, and that's going to always improve the business.
0: Right. So okay, so let's shift shift gears a little bit. Um, I can imagine, you know, Combo Curve being a cloud-based software as a service. I can imagine um, you have lots of cool like I, I can sort of imagine the the user view of that right okay. i can go yeah. and i can do all <laughs> these different things the real question is if it's cloud based mm-hmm. where's the data come from
1: sure yeah so that's that's a a good question. So a because lot of because when you're doing it the traditional
0: mm-hmm. way in all the spreadsheets, you've mm-hmm. got all this data like in house, and you're mm-hmm. pulling it into your spreadsheets, and you're and you're yeah. pumping you're it into them, and all that. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm in way. the cloud, so yeah. there's a there's a mm-hmm. vast amount of all, all this complex yeah. stuff that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of data, right? Most lots definitely. and lots of data. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do I get all of my mm-hmm. data into your platform?
1: S- sure. So we're not a data provider, um, but once you do have your data, maybe private data, or you know you want to put in public data, public data sorry you're able to um, easily input that in the platform whether you got it from a CSV from public data or if it's you know an Aries database or PhD win or whatever it's coming from we can put it in the platform Um, and then from there we we actually set you up with your own domain your own database Um, and so you're able to interact with your data in that in that platform so now but
0: all that data is comes from lots of different data sources and we know that Mm -hmm. one of the troubles that we have in this industry is we don't necessarily have the consistency of how data is mapped and Mm -hmm. and tagged and formatted and things across so 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 importing data into Mm -hmm. a cloud-based system or or like like putting it in there like Mm -hmm. the mechanics of that is fairly straightforward Mm -hmm. but what about like mapping like how does your data model How is it smart enough to know Mm. all the different ways that my stuff has been Mm. organized and categorized and, and things like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it actually uses machine learning to kind of read the text, so it uses text recognition. Um, so when you upload your headers, you're mm-hmm. able to say, you know, do a do a suggested headers. Mm-hmm. And so especially if you're coming from a, a, a public data source, it's really good at detecting what those fields are. So you can automatically map all of those. And then you can go back and just double check that the algorithm correctly assigned it. And right. so you can go back and manually adjust it. And if you've got calculated fields that it's not familiar with, of course, you can you can put those in the platform. So as there's well. some
0: amount of uh, like data uh, like. Like care and mm-hmm. feeding that you're going to have... To get it all kind of in there the way you want it, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to kind of... Exactly. Uh, but,
1: yeah, but, but you could even combine... You know, if you were using public data and private data, you can blend both, which is really yeah. nice. And you can you can tell it in the platform, hey, this is public data, this is private. And you yeah. can tell it to replace, you know, when you see our so, better yeah. data.
0: It's... Um, and you and you have people that have done it, right? Mm-hmm. So, Most definitely. Yeah,
1: we've got hundreds of clients. Because
0: this is the part that that is very... It causes people to be skeptical or maybe to be hesitant to do something like this mm-hmm. is traditionally, um, uh, so, so you haven't, you haven't been around for all of the, like the hair <laughs> pulling and head banging yeah. over the last, uh, you know, a couple decades. Mm-hmm. You don't want to guess where, where it like, it's all fun and games until you have to somehow get the data the way it needs mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. and then all progress stops. Um, this is where uh, you know you see you see these figures that are quoted right, like mm-hmm. most data scientists and oil and gas spend eighty percent of their time <laughs> just like finding and putting yeah. things together and yeah. cleansing the data and getting so it ready. The, so the nice
1: thing about that is you know we have an onboarding process. So after we we kind of get someone on the platform, and you know whether they're they're trialing it or. Or whether they're full time, <laughs> that's really loud. They're really banging stuff I around. Mean, what they're here. doing, <laughs> um, but after we get them on board, we're going to help them out. You know, we yeah. we spend weeks with them if the, if they need mm-hmm. the help. And then there's a ticketing system where they can submit yeah, you know, yeah, if they've got yeah. problems. So we kind of guide them along because so, so, we've been. So using you're them. a
0: fully commercialized software company, right? Which, of course, which, yeah. Which sometimes isn't always the case with, mm-hmm. with this newer stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody invented something yeah, and now they want you to exactly. Write. So yeah, we're not going
1: to you're not going to just say oh thanks for the money and leave you. You know we're going to keep you know. Hanging yeah. out with you and making sure that you understand the platform and the new features, and and make sure that your data is imported correctly, of course. So, and and you have, um, and you said you have hundreds of clients. So, hundred plus. Is sorry, what I'm to hundred. Okay, yeah. so,
0: But still, mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's so quite a few. That's a lot of companies.
1: It is. It is. It's, it's, you know, really surprising. I was surprised when I first got on how many clients they were able to get because they just came out uh, about a year ago. Yeah. Um, so they just started, you know, getting their first client a year ago, and they're already at over a hundred in less than a year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's been a rapid rapid uh, you know growth and and it hasn't been you know these little mom and pop shops. It's been huge player, big four oil and gas companies. Right, right, so, right. Um, it's it's impressive.
0: Well, it's good timing because a lot of the bigger operators um, for the last two or three years are maybe mm-hmm. more than that are much more open to working with. Um, Smaller, younger innovators, right? Oh, than, than they used to be, right? It mm-hmm. Used to be there was no, there, yeah, that was to be, not going to happen. Changes
1: risky. Let's not. Yeah, <laughs> and don't.
0: And you don't work with anybody like like you don't work with anybody who's not like mm-hmm. big name, well established, yeah. things like that. But that that's changed. All right. So speaking of of that, um, uh, actually, no, this has no relation to what we were just saying. But I wanted to I wanted to talk about this thing about academia, right? okay? Because we also have. We also have this thing where, um, and you mentioned this when we were chatting earlier about mm-hmm. how about how, in in, and we're well, we're already worried that mm. there's not enough people coming out of school who want to yeah. get into the into this industry, mm-hmm. right? Like so so th- so. Thank you for making the choice. <laughs> You're one out <laughs> of I don't know, yeah. how, but but um, um, but but if but they're also not learning. Mm-hmm the, like, they're still learning the old way of yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're right?
1: still still learning the older tools, so, I mean, like we Which talked... Which might make them run in the opposite direction. Exactly. Right? They'd be like, yeah. forget this. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. So, um, the the CEO, Armand, he likes to say that, you know, the platform is used to, to make reservoir engineering fun, um, and it and honestly, when I first learned the platform, it is fun to be able to just automatically yeah. kind of generate them, but, you know, back, back in my undergrad, uh, we were using kind of the legacy softwares, and it's still, you know, like I said, kind of manual, so using those kind of a grueling process you're doing your senior design you've got hundreds of wells and it's like oh gosh we're up till 3 a.m doing this and then uh, meanwhile you know when i started that combo curve i was able to recreate my senior design in five hours
0: wow and i was
1: like are you kidding i spent i spent a whole semester on this yeah and i could have done it in a couple of hours so it's like the the all these companies you know like i said we've got all these clients that are using it these kids need to learn it because that's that's what they're going to need when they graduate.
0: But, so, but but there's probably value though. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that you had to do it the hard way, of course, yeah, yeah it means that's that you good, understand it better, point. right? Like, yeah. So uh,
1: I, I still think there is, you know, obviously a ton of value doing it the manual way when you're first learning it. Yeah. Um, but after you're familiar with the process, you know the math and the science behind it. You know, while you're making the decisions. Right. Um, at that point, you know, even after you practice that a couple times then it makes more sense, makes more business sense at least to, you know, go on and, and use a platform that can help you be more efficient.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so you're, so you guys are doing some stuff
1: with schools, right? Sure. Yeah. So, so we're doing a, uh, I call it the, the combo curve college courses. Um, and, and so we're partnering with all of the, the, um, oil and gas kind of schools, the, the big petroleum yeah, yeah. Uh, producing schools and, uh, so A&M, UT, Colorado School Mines, all those schools um, in the U.S. And then we're starting to kind of branch out to uh, to global schools as well. But um, essentially, we're, we're kind of teaching them how to use a platform. But also, we're kind of teaching them the basics behind reservoir engineering and reserves and economics and all that, too. So so, so, so what's the response? Like,
0: so mm-hmm. are, do, do they find it interesting? Do they? Yeah, so that was res- one thing. I was fun? actually
1: kind of nervous about that um, at first because we, we've done, I think we've done three courses now, two or three courses now. And um, at first, you know, we kind of scaled back some of the background info because some of that they learned in their right. courses, but. When they actually get into the platform, they're able to hands-on, you know, use yeah, the platform. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Yeah, Especially yeah. the the juniors and the seniors, they're like, "Hey, can you talk to my advisor about?" Because I'd really like to this my. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will make my homework a lot easier. Yeah, you know? yeah. So they actually like it a lot. Cool. Um, cool. And, and you know, when you're first learning the software, it's not as fun. But then towards the end of the project, when you can see that you just did all that work in, in an hour and a half, right? Um, that's when their eyes kind of light that's up. Huge. And they're they're right. excited about it, and they're like, "Hey, you know, when's when's the next training? Are you guys coming in the fall?" Can right. I use this for my project? So,
0: the, Well, it's it's good. I mean, the, the first thing is this is exactly the sort of stuff that, uh, like, we started out talking about how mm-hmm. the availability of, 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 you know, cheap, infinite computing power... <laughs> Ought to be changing, Mm -hmm. and this is exactly it. Ought to be changing the way we're we're doing Mm -hmm. stuff, and this is a perfect example of how how we can. Yeah, we're
1: just trying to speed up that process because I mean the schools will get there eventually, but you know if industry can help out, that's always going to speed it up.
0: Right. Well, yeah. So it so it's perfect for the industry because this is exactly the kind of thing where Mm -hmm. you're reducing, you're not just shortening the time it takes like one person to do their job on mm-hmm. one given day you're shortening whole chunks of the s- yeah. of the life cycle right exactly. of the value chain mm-hmm. um, also you're flushing out risk and reducing uncertainty mm-hmm. but you're also coming back to the younger generation and saying like we got cool toys too yeah. right <laughs> like like cuz i think what scares a lot of people off is um, like 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 if you're if you're coming out of school now like you spent your life you grew up with all the like the conveniences mm-hmm. of modern digital technology yeah. just in your life Yeah, you wouldn't right? want to go
1: into an industry that's you know seems yeah. old yeah. you know yeah. everything looks like microsoft 97 or something right you know, yeah you
0: yeah so um yeah so 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 it's good um i think uh we're we're probably gonna have to wrap up here because i feel like this noise that we're hearing like there's a wall that's gonna come down soon and and we're gonna have to i don't know anyway there's a lot going on at the canon um a lot of growth here a lot of every every time i come back it seems like there's more people and more people moving into all the spaces and 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 as you know we had to I couldn't even take my usual my first my first choice spot and my second choice spot for recording were both taken up by other people. So now here we are in the in the third place spot, and the and you don't want the fourth place spot because that's just like next door at the bar. <laughs> um, so the canon is really hopping, and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. Um, let's uh, uh, before we wrap up, uh, how do people? Mm-hmm. How do people find out more about all this stuff about what you guys are doing about the college stuff? Uh, what have you
1: sure? Yeah, so I think the best place is uh, follow my LinkedIn. So Dean Murphy on LinkedIn We've also got Armand Paradis on LinkedIn is our CEO and then Jeremy Gottlieb as well And then of course inside petroleum is another uh, good LinkedIn account to follow we're always posting on there we're actually looking to hire so uh, especially if you've got any coding knowledge, we're for looking for, for folks like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, whether you're looking for a job or you want to attend a, a college course, if you're um, a young professional or a student, more than welcome to uh, to follow our pages and, and look for that. And we've also got our website, InsidePetroleum.com um, where you can learn out a little bit more about our, our software platform and, and kind of see a, a sneak peek of, of what it looks like.
0: Yeah. yeah, Cool. All right. Good. So we'll put links to all that in the uh, show notes. So let's talk about the street team again, real quick. How does somebody get involved <laughs> in the, uh, in the street team? Usually sure. I have to explain this and I, and I actually don't do a very good job. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you're interested in the street team, honestly, you can, you can reach out to me, um, and I can get you involved in our, our student outreach committee. Um, or if you're interested in one of the other committees, I can kind of um, you know, lead you to, to one of those directors. Um, but we've also got Brian Mann who leads our street team and he's wonderful. He's uh, really organized it and um, kind of streamlined the process. We've got Microsoft Teams now and it's, it's great. So you can reach out to Brian Mann on LinkedIn as well and he can get you set up yep. um, in our platform. And That is and M-A- MAHN. Brian yes. man, and
0: I don't. Is it man or is it Mon? I'm not even. I'm not even clear. Oh, that's a good name. question. I don't know. We should, add, we should ask. We should ask. We should ask. I was not corrective
1: when I called him Brian. Man. <laughs> man.
0: So, anyways, M A H N. Yeah, and he does lead the street team. The street team is a great way to get involved with OGGN, do something mm-hmm. good for the industry, do something good for yourself. I think. Now, at one point in time, you got to have. A, you got. You had a cool hat. Are we still doing the hat? A cool hat. Do you still? Do, you, do we not do the hat I don't anymore? I think I got a hat. Or like something. Any kind um, of. You get, get a name tag. At you the get events. a name tag. And you also get a
1: free entry to to all of the events if you're in the street team too so um, we just recently had a a happy hour event and all the street team gets in free so it's a nice little plus um, to be able to do that yeah there's a bunch of other little you know benefits just being interactive with uh, with the street team get
0: out from behind all those zoom calls do something in the <laughs> exactly. real world yeah we did have it was a great event that we had right here at the canon last week uh it was the very it was the it was uh we have brought back the famous oggn happy hours which um so so mark and i were talking yesterday about actually figuring out how to take those to other cities as well because be we used to do them um, mm-hmm. in like Midland and Pittsburgh and uh, Denver maybe in some other places so we're trying to figure out but but for sure they're happening here in Houston on the last Thursday of every month from now mm-hmm. on and it was was that your first one to go to because yeah. the last one we did was like a year and a half ago yeah yeah exactly yeah. so I think I was still in, in yeah. a student at that time yeah, yeah this it was is my good. first one it and the turnout great. I thought you know for just coming back from uh, like the age of darkness I thought <laughs> that like it was pretty good turnout yeah, had, yeah the, I mean it's over was 100 packed people on there, yeah, so yeah it was good okay so that's going nice. on um, Dean Murphy thanks for uh, yeah. making time I got a couple more things just to highlight here one is uh, thank you again to our sponsor cognite this there's a lot of tools I don't know what's happening out there <laughs> but it's it's getting serious um, our sponsor Cognite check them out cognite.com make data to do more they're just doing great things in the industry check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of oil and gas tech podcast. A production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.